0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. New Country, one hundred one point three, KFDI, five forty-five, morning, Tuesday. No more nineties. Nineties, get out of here. Get gone. Done with you. Gonna get close though. Eighty-six, and there might be a couple of storms. Maybe a couple of severe. It will be kind of breezy. So keep that all in mind, especially for the drive home this afternoon. Weather anytime got you on the kfdi app or at kfdi.com and if anything turns severe we got you there too now that that important stuff is out of the way you doing all right how's your morning going you can always say hey to me just go to your phone your device text eight four 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 three six one zero one three. it's talk or text or you can use that open mic feature on the kfdi app i'm down with that learn to use it it's fun and fun is what's going to happen today. I'm going to try something new today. KFDI Court, KFDI Court. Need your help solving a uh, a real life, a real life lawsuit. I'm going to talk about your first time. Going to talk about <laughs> boy moms and oh, it's. I mean, who knows what else? But it's going to be going to be a good time. Always is. That's Trending with J.J. Online now. J.J.'s That's Trending is powered by Midwest Kia. Day one of former President Donald Trump's fraud trial is in the books, and many legal experts are saying it's pretty much over for Trump because of the blunder of his legal team to not request a jury trial. Instead, it's a bench trial, and day one did not go well. Just when scientists think they have the universe figured out, the universe says, Hold my beer. The James Webb Telescope just discovered 150 objects located roughly 1,300 light-years away that don't meet current definitions for any celestial category. All this challenges how we thought the universe was formed. (laughs) Will Elon Musk have to change the name of X, formerly known as Twitter? A company called X Social Media Company is suing X, saying that the name change of Twitter has caused market confusion that has resulted in financial losses. Paris has a big bed bug problem. No, the bugs aren't big, but the infestation is. Not a good look for a city that will be hosting the Summer Olympic Games next year. In the meantime, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman have put a big fumigation tent over the Eiffel Tower and have not come out for at least three days. And Disney is being sued for $50,000 because of a water slide wedgie. The plaintiff named Emma said Disney should have provided proper ride clothing like shorts to prevent the violent influx of water. Or maybe you should have stayed in school to study the effects of gravity on a falling body into water at the bottom of a more than five-story drop and realized that maybe I should take some personal responsibility and decide not to take the risk. And that's Trending. JJ Star Spangled Salute. JJ Star Spangled Salute is brought to you by Midwest Kia. Today we honor Seaman Recruit Garrett Hudson of El Dorado. On Saturday, Garrett, a member of Division 281, graduated as the top sailor from Recruit Training Command, earning the Military Excellence Award. Garrett is assigned the rate of Fireman Professional Apprenticeship Career Tracks. The Navy Club of the United States Military Excellence Award is the top award presented to the number one recruit of their graduating training group. It is awarded to the recruit that best exemplifies the qualities of enthusiasm, devotion to duty, military bearing, and teamwork. The award placed him at the pinnacle of today's newest sailors. Hudson is awarded a flag letter of commendation. Congratulations, Garrett, and thank you for your service. Time for another episode of WWJJD. What would JJ do? I really had to think about this before I did it, <laughs> which, which in most cases is good. you got to stop and think. But I got a, uh, I got a thank you card from my pastor at my church at College Hill United Methodist Church. Uh, a couple weekends ago, I, I filled in as worship leader. Pretty much everything but the sermon, and kind of just you know kept the kept kept everything moving forward. Happy to do it. I love I love I love doing it. It's really not a big deal. But pastor jill was kind enough to send a thank you card which one that's very old school i love that that's keep that tradition alive sent a thank you card it was more of a postcard then i was then that's where the conundrum comes in when a person sends you a thank you card do you have to do you have to like send a thank you back even by text or just next time you see them hey thank you thank you for the thank you card or does that just get completely out of control and redundant because then, oh, thank you for thanking me. No, thank you for thanking me for thanking you. Then it's just, it's it's silly. So, help me out. Tell me what I did and maybe help me decide whether I did the right thing or not. What would JJ do? WWJJD. Send a thank you back for the thank you card. Basically say thank you for the thank you card or not. Did I say thank you for the thank you card or not? KJ's Country Music Minute. Today in Country News. Here's what's happening in country. <laughs> oh. The Country Music Minute is sponsored by Rusty Eck Ford. In an important display of transparency, Kane Brown is opening up about his mental health and talking about the real effect of imposter syndrome. If you plan on bringing in 2024 in Nashville on New Year's Eve, you're in for a treat. Thomas Rhett, Lainey Wilson, and Leonard Skinner will be rocking you into 2024 at Nashville's Big Bash with more acts to be announced soon. Christmas is coming before Halloween. John Party just announced the release of his Christmas album, Merry Christmas from John Party," and it's coming out October 27th. Carrie Underwood just finished another sold-out leg of her Vegas residency. Things slow down for her over the next few weeks, Then, after Thanksgiving, a new set of dates begin in Vegas. And Bailey Zimmerman, Megan Maroney, Leon Bridges, Dwight Yoakam, The Beach Boys, Post Malone, and more are headed to Stagecoach next year. And maybe you should be, too, if ticket sales are any indication. The indie Music Festival in California has seen the best early ticket sales in its 16-year history. Keep the country on all day. More country music news at KFDI.com and the 101.3 KFDI app. Billy says... I think you said thank you for the thank you card because you're a nice guy. Well, I got you fooled, but uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I, I did. I did say thank you, but I'll explain why here when I tell you that Michelle said, you know what? You don't need to say thank you for the thank you. It's meant to be a feel good, meant to be like an extended handshake. I like that description, but I did say thank you for the thank you card, but I lumped it in with a text about something else so it didn't like on its own. And finally, Rick says, no, you didn't because you're too busy. Well, you're never too busy for a thank you, but I did. Jessica says, I'm a nursing director. I send lots of thank you cards to folks at my hospital. I like hearing thank you for the card for two reasons. One, it confirms they received the card. Two, the point of the card is to show gratitude. So I want to know if I accomplished that goal. A simple I appreciated the card makes my day. Which also then goes to speak to that giver's high that we talk about And that means that the gift you are giving, big or small, is as much a benefit for you, the gift giver, than it is for the person receiving it. Jessica, I appreciate your perspective, and I appreciate you being a nursing director. Thank you so much. It is 6.31. The number one song, Watermelon Moonshine, is on the way. Then, we're going to talk about what did you do for the very first time and you were so proud of yourself, but it turns out people have been doing this for years. I bring this up because I was headed down to the Wagon Master Chili Cook-Off Saturday, and on my way there, my best friend Lance called. Uh, and uh, he's he was, I mean, so excited to share with me what he did for the very first time. And what he did for the very first time, as he's explaining this to me, he's like, I, you know that, first he started off by by, by buttering me up, saying how I'm much more technologically advanced than he is. And then he says, you know that 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 talk to text feature, the little microphone when you're texting people? He says, I used that and I spoke to my phone and it dictated and texted what I was speaking and was pretty accurate. And I'm like, wow, welcome to 2015. Cause pretty much the entire planet has been doing that for a decade. And we had a good laugh about it. But I mean, honestly, and it's not that he's afraid to use it, he's just he's a pretty, pretty stripped down no fuss, no frills kind of guy. Doesn't watch a lot of TV. So technology for him is not so much he's afraid of it. He just doesn't necessarily feel like he needs it. But he was so proud of himself, and I kind of felt bad afterwards for teasing him, but that's what best friends do. So for him, the one thing he did for the very first time was to use talk to text. But everyone else has been doing that for years. What about you? You just did something. You just did something for the very first time. You were so proud of yourself, but it turns out Pretty much the entire planet's been doing it for years. Karen says at 844-436-1013, Ziplining in Alaska was so fun and exciting. Haven't been able to do it again since, but looking forward to it when I can. For the KFDI court, where you are the jury, the Honorable Judge J.J. presiding. And I want to go back to something that I talked about earlier this morning. That is... This is unbelievable. A woman who is suing Disney World for a wedgie. You heard that correctly. Uh, This woman named Emma went down Typhoon Lagoon, and Typhoon Lagoon chose violence. Now, understand that Typhoon Lagoon is a five-story drop pretty much straight down into a pool of water. There's going to be some displacement there. But I don't want to go any further than that. She's suing for fifty thousand dollars because Typhoon Lagoon damaged her situation, uh, and uh, she feels that Disney is responsible. That's all the information I'm going to give you. That's both sides. Does she have a case? Would you rule? Would you rule in favor of the plaintiff, Emma, or the defendant, Disney? Katie says they coach you how to go down safely as well. Yes, but Emma claimed that halfway down, her legs hit the walls, therefore changing her trajectory a little bit, and that was the cause of it. So she's also blaming the ride. But Katie's ruling for Disney. Adam's ruling for Disney. Bill says ruling for the plaintiff, saying it's Emma who should be rewarded the $50,000. Karen says rule for the defendant. They are not guilty. She put the situation into her own hands and went down the slide by herself. Becky's ruling for Disney. Marilyn definitely ruling for the defendant and said uh, the information was given before the ride, and that is correct. And Mike chiming in saying, definitely ruling for Disney, the defendant, totally on Emma. What about you, Jor? Defendant or plaintiff? Oh, absolutely, the defendant. I've been there, and trust me, they are very good about taking care of me. You sign a waiver and everything. Have you ridden Typhoon Lagoon? I have not, but my daughter has. Did she have a blast? Did she like it? Misty says you know what I feel like they tell you about the ride you chose to go down it so it's kind of on you I rule for the defendant and you're not wrong Misty and here's the thing and I explained this to Misty as well when I went to Vienna Austria there's this um there's this big amusement park in the center of the city and I learned that in Europe if you choose to get on what they consider a thrill ride like this water slide or a roller coaster or whatever it is you who made the choice to get on that thrill ride, and you accept all reasonable risk and responsibility. So it's all on you. And as long as they put signs up saying this is a thrill ride, and if something happens, it's it's on you, then, then companies like Disney are in the clear. So I'm afraid, Emma, according to our jurors, I'm afraid, Emma, this is on you. Another text says, ruling in favor of the defendant Disney, ride right at your own risk, Emma. Sorry for your luck. Chad says Emma is just uh, trying to make a money grab, basically. She's just going after the money. She's just reaching for dollars. Kind of sad. I said, you know, exactly. Just own it and be like, ooh, that hurt. My bad. Maybe next time I'll wear some protection. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who chimed in and helped out with the very first episode of KFDI Court. Chase, that's awesome story. Just wanna tell you, I think that you're awesome. Is awesome. This is crazy. It sounds like something out of a movie. So imagine there you are, driving down the road, just driving down there, minding your own business, and there's a woman in a wedding dress. In a panic. Because on the way to the church, her car broke down. This sounds like the beginning of one of those Hallmark lifetime Christmas movies where the bride meets the person who gives them a ride in the car and realizes this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with and then calls the wedding off and, and runs away. I mean, there's a lot of layers to this, but she didn't. She didn't. Instead, as Sharon was on her way to the ceremony at the church in Scotland to exchange vows with her fiancé, Martin, the car breaks down. It was a vintage 1976 Triumph stag. Not much of a Triumph. Your car is a piece of junk. Anyway, not the point. The point is, along comes Alan. The, the the knight in shining armor who sees all of this, I don't know whether she was trying to you know look under the hood in her wedding dress, run the risk of getting grease all over it. But anyway, Alan's like, you know what, girl? I got you. Get in. We're heading to the church. We'll get you there on time. Not all heroes wear capes, Alan. Thank you. Because you are awesome. Just want to tell you, I think that you're awesome. Boy Moms. Let's talk about you because I saw this article a couple of days ago about the urinal fly. Did you see this? The urinal fly, urinal fly, urinal fly, and you know, people asked out of curiosity what it was for. I think we all know what it was for. We all knew. We just wanted clarification and affirmation. The urinal fly—it's a fake fly sticker, strategically positioned at a spot in the urinal, and it's—it's it's strictly designed for aim. And here's the thing: I got—I got a couple of—I got a hot take on this being a member of the male species, I feel like I can comment this way, but from a very young age until the good Lord calls you home, being a man is kind of like being a kicker in the NFL. It's your only job, really, to make it into the urinal and make it into the toilet. You should be pretty dang good at it. And if you're missing, then I'm cutting you off the team. You have one job. Don't, don't, Get your stuff all over the bathroom floor. It's, I don't get it. I don't, I look, without sharing too much, I pride myself. I pride myself in my deadly accuracy. And I didn't have a urinal fly, I didn't have anything training me except my mother. So this is where I'm going. Trust me, I'm going somewhere with this. This is where I'm going with this at 844 436 1013. Boy moms and even boy dads, because there are some boy dads out there who need to rely on their own skills to, you know, hope better for the next generation. What are your potty training best practices, boy moms and boy dads, as you're raising your kids, what have you done that worked like a charm? Because again, these boys, they're like NFL kickers. You got one job. You got one job. Billy says, used some sort of generic fruity loopy cereal and told them to aim for it. That was 27 years ago. Karen says, helped them out, put them on a stool. They were so proud of themselves when they transitioned from the the, the little stool with the cup to standing on the step stool. Uh, another text says, you know what? Make them uh, clean the bathrooms if they miss. That'll cure them of it. You're not wrong. Brian says, Cheerios. That's what we used. What about you? Uh, either put Cheerios in the toilet or have them go outside and pee on bugs. Cheerios or any sort of circular, round, loopy cereal, I suppose, right? Yeah, because it helps them aim at what. Sure, that. sure. No, yeah, I, I get it. 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 it becomes almost like a game. Try and drown the Fruit Loop. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and and you mentioned the outside. Now that I think about it, that's how my sister uh, trained my nephew Noah. He just, you know, she simply just let him walk around like a savage, and 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 basically chase the bugs around. That's what I did with my son because we lived out in the country. Right. Exactly. Here's the thing, though. I think General Mills is missing a huge marketing opportunity with some great press behind it. They should specifically make a box of perios, 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 just specifically designed for you to plunk one in the toilet when you're potty training your kids. I'm going to contact General Mills. If they don't do this, I'm going to. How fast can you run? Will you escape? KJ Beat the Bobcat. Yep. Hello Carson Hey Carson, you are from Newton Working hard is what you do, it's your thing When you're not working, you're hanging out with friends uh, You're single, and uh, for, for TV watching You like to sit down and watch reruns of The Office, yeah? Yep Oh god, season one was just, just so hard um, I've I've tried a couple times Maybe I'll just have to try one more time Because like you, everyone says Just gotta get through season one, right? Yep. Just got to get through it. All right, Carson. Well, oddly enough, you just got to get through Beat the Bobcats. And you know the drill. I'm going to give you a category. You'll run. You're going to give me 10 things in 20 seconds or less. Do it. Survive. and Get that $25 gift card to Fuzzy's Taco Shop. You ready? Yep. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. In 20 seconds, Carson, give me 10 spices. Ready? Run! Oregano. Nutmeg, paprika, cinnamon, sugar, uh, ginger, pepper, salt, uh, ginger spice, 40 spice, uh, posh spice, <laughs> scary spice, uh, uh, nutmeg. You already said? Oh, no. Carson, oh my God. <laughs> I'm not giving you any of the spice, girls. Just get, get out of here with that real spices and repeated nutmeg and like pepper a couple times, ginger a couple times. Didn't get it done, which is rare for Carson, because Carson's usually better than that. Uh, Time for the eulogy. Please bow your heads. Carson from Newton was a fan of The Office. He must have made it through season one. This Bobcat mauling was as bad as that show. Just my opinion. Watching both. Just no fun. To Carson. Next chance to beat the Bobcat. Wednesday morning, 8.50 on New Country 101.3 KFDI.